Hello all, uh, welcome to another episode of Directive Stories. And today we have an online business manager, one of our guests, uh, please welcome Shiera McCullough. Shiera, welcome. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to I'm, be here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I should accept, uh, frankly, that I never heard about OBM, Online Business Manager, until I saw your profile on LinkedIn. <laughs> so that's something really hit me. And that's when I sent, um, um, again, people out there had many managers, but having online business manager um, was something which made me curious. Like I never heard about OBM as a term, um, but I'm in the online space for over a decade. And moment I Googled, I did a YouTube search. Normally, what I the first thing I do is I search on Google, then I go to YouTube, then I search on uh, LinkedIn or Facebook and different social media platforms. And like, how did I miss this term for so many years? So, could you please share your journey to being an OBM with our audience, uh, Shiera? Um, okay. So I started um, as a virtual assistant in 2018. And um, I was under the mentorship of Michaela Quinn. Um, she has the Overwhelmed to Overbooked um, course. And once I um, started going through her course, she reached out to me as we talked. Um, she told me that I should be an online business manager. And so I started there. And from 2019 um, till now, I have been um, working in that space. I initially started with coaches and um, Christian coaches and creatives, um, but I niched over to online general, uh, excuse me, generational and family-owned business owners and coaches, and that's who I help today. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's uh, Shira McCullough OBM. So, what inspired you to become a virtual assistant? I know you're a mother of three kids. Uh, based upon the kind of profile which I had gone through. But uh, if anybody is watching this live, let us know through your comments as well, um, where you're watching from. Uh, let us know if you would like to become an OBM. So we do have a coach who is experienced in being an online business manager. Again, uh, that gives me goosebumps. But where did you get the inspiration? Like, did you um, try to, nobody would dream to become a virtual assistant. But what inspired you to, come into this particular journey of being an uh, OBM? Apart from the coaching you had from uh, this mentor or coach of yours? Well, um, I had, like you said, um, I do have three children at home. At the time, I only had two. And my goal was to be more present at home, be more with them, um, as well as being able to have financial freedom. And once I, you know, looked around to see what options were out there, I noticed um, the virtual assistant space. And since I have um, 10 plus years of customer experience and team management skills, I was like, why not? I would love to serve other, um, other women or other people in general um, and help them with their businesses, help them um, take over the tasks that are, you know, so tiresome and, and help them be able to work on their business and their passion and what fuels them. Um, so that's where I started in the VA space. 
yeah many oh, yeah please 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 continue uh, please continue i'm sorry to interrupt you there no, you're fine, you're fine. um i was gonna say and as an obm like i still am able to do that but i take on more of like a um a strategist role of a um more like a coach a cheerleader as well as an implementer so it's kind of like i oversee um the parts of your business for you so that you can run your business efficiently and smoothly Okay, so are there any um, owners, uh, probably from the healthcare space, somebody whom uh, you had helped, like anybody who is running their own um, private practice, uh, be it in therapy or be it in counseling, are there any anybody from healthcare space, uh, Shira? Um, I have spoken with um, a, a couple of therapists. Um, one is a psychiatrist and the other one, um, she specializes mostly in health and wellness. Um, and we pretty much set up a strategy for them to be able to um, set up their customer experiences and to set up their processes so that they can um, effortlessly gain more clients and more clientele and more exposure and then run that part of their business more efficiently. Awesome. I love the kind of transparency which you have on the website. Uh, again, many people don't do that with the payment plan with uh, $597 or uh, $897 uh, with the OBM again, $2,400. So are there any um, giveaways or are there any discounts, something which everybody asks with the kind <laughs> of package you have there? How do you uh, filter uh, what what is the strategy? What is the step-by-step uh, strategy which anybody has to walk through? Well, first, um, we set up a call. Um, it's, it's usually about 30 to 45 minutes, depending um, on what is needed. And um, before they even, you know, we even get on the call, they have to fill out um, like a little form that I have. It's not too long. Um, it's just so that I can kind of gauge um, where they're where they're starting from. So that way I can best assist them. Because if I know for a fact that I can't help them, I will definitely refer them over to another OBM who might can assist better. Um, so we have that that strategy and we sit down and we talk about um, what is it that you are needing help with. And um, I then you know, tell you, give you a little bit of value, something that can help you right now. And then you know, tell you how I can help further. And from there, then we'll go into a more deep questionnaire and then we'll have calls to kind of um, see how we can best set up a strategy in order for us to be able to work together efficiently and smoothly. Awesome. Uh, that's that's great. So could we speak about uh, um, before you jumped into the field of customer service, uh, could you please share as your journey as to uh, the kind of schooling or probably the college uh, which you had been to or uh, the kind of background were you into management or uh, how did you start to become um, before being an entrepreneur before starting your online business or before doing whatever you're doing right now how was your journey uh, at the beginning of your career well um i initially when i went to school at florida state <laughs> I um, graduated with a bachelor's in family and child sciences. Okay. And um, I 
from there, I kind of, you know, did some customer service um, positions and I excelled in those positions to the point where I was like a second tier. Um, so like first step management, we were over um, like the lower tier um, employees there. So there I was able to kind of gain some insight on, of course, the customer service experience, because of course you had to start out, you know, learning the business and then being able to manage a team efficiently. Um, and as I went to a couple of other positions at like, um, let's say this Convergence, Hilton, um, I learned how to actually run a business efficiently. So, because okay. I was actually running the front desk a lot by myself. Um, so being able to have those, those tools and those stepping stones was were great because I was able to start my own business with that experience already. Okay. That's awesome. So who are the most influential people uh, in your life? In fact, I also see that um, you're uh, pursuing your master's in uh, forensic uh, psychology. Yes. Now, how do you manage all these things or who had influenced you to take up master's in forensic psychology? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I once I my last semester at Florida State, I took a criminal uh, criminology course, and it was basically getting into the mind of a serial killer because you know criminal minds was big then, and I was like, yes, I want to learn about serial killers. <laughs> but <laughs> when I started to go through the forensic psychology program, mind you. I had just found out I was pregnant when I enrolled in this program. So that's kind of fun. Um, I found out that, you know, there was so much more to that. It wasn't just, oh, you know, you can go be in the FBI or you can go and do this. You could work with children. You can work with um, veterans. You can work with all a whole spectrum of people. And so my husband has been like my biggest supporter. Um, he's like, yeah, honey, go for it. You know, we got this, we can do it. And so I started my forensic psychology um, field and I'm learning more and more about it every day. And I'm, I'm learning how to incorporate it with my business. So I'm not saying, you know, if somebody I'm working with, I'm gonna profile you and be like, you're a serial killer, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but, but knowing that psychology part and how to approach different things and different topics works really well um, when you're building your own business and as an online business manager. So outside of my husband, I'd say my mom, because if it wasn't for her, I would have never gone into a field where I help people. But she's instilled in me from birth pretty much to help others and to, to be a blessing to others. And so that's what I've been doing all of my life. Yeah, again, uh, every mom plays an important role uh, in their child's uh, future, the way it's going to shape. So could you share uh, about the failures? Like, what happened to this uh, concept of uh, entertainment produ productions? Like, were there any failures or did you go through any challenges or what did you learn from them? Or is the concept uh, entertainment production? Uh, because I'm a huge fan of anything which is into uh, edutainment be it, be it education and entertainment combined but you were into multiple events when you were uh, holding this business is it still running or like were there any setbacks 
Well, um, I did take some time off in 2020. Um, and the decision was made prior to the pandemic happening. And um, it was just for my mental health because I was kind of overextending myself and not really wanting to be on the journey at the time. So when I took the time off, it helped me really refocus and be able to observe what was going on. And I kept seeing a lot of businesses kind of struggle with, you know, the closures and um, the clientele dwindling and everything. And so, you know, that really prompted me to get back into the space and help other business owners. Now, um, will I say it's been an easy journey? No, you know, um, I'm learning so much more about myself. Um, I'm learning how to say no more, how to set boundaries. And I'm learning how to be able to tell, you know, like other coaches and other business owners, like it's okay to set these boundaries for your mental health, for your physical health. Because um, I know for me, a lot of the stress was causing problems with, you know, on my body. Um, I actually made a post about that not too long ago about how in 2018, I fell out at my daughter's school. And I was, it was because I was eating so much and because I was so stressed. And I ended up having to have emergency gallbladder surgery because I was septic and almost, you know, dead on the table. So those making those changes, those mental health changes, those physical changes, um, diet, exercise, all of that good stuff have really helped to make me who I am today. And I know that, you know, because of those experiences, I'm able to help others a lot better. Awesome. I, I also just got to know that, um, Okay, like the way I shared the poster from your Instagram, which is more colorful, like the sunset, the beautiful sunset or beautiful uh, twilight zone uh, in the nature. Uh, like as a uh, as a successful entrepreneur, you're juggling multiple things, but I also got to know that you celebrate your birthday in the month of March, so yes. belated birthday wishes. Thank you. Uh, for you. So definitely everybody out there work on the purpose of helping others uh, everybody out there uh, would love to uh, be available for somebody out there. Now, due to the uh, post-pandemic world, now, again, we all been in quarantine world. Uh, there are lots of uh, ways people are dealing with their mental health. Uh, do you have any tips for pandemic parenting? Like, uh, what should parents be doing, be it a single mom or a single parent? what they should be doing uh, to keep their cash flow continuously or probably to stay ahead of all the pressure they are getting through social media? Well, first, I would say take a deep breath. It's okay. It's, it seems like it's stressful now, but it, it will all work out, I promise. Second, you know, take some time from social media because, I mean, you're you're a business owner. And, of course, a lot of the time your business is on social media. But it's okay to take a step back because you see a lot of, you know, negativity and it starts to get into you, gets into your mind, and then it starts affecting your body. Take some detox time. Take time to actually go outside with your children. For me, um, I... 
every day at around 4 p.m. Eastern. I take some time off, like I unwind, I take, put down my electronics, and me and my children just walk around our neighborhood. My husband also. That's our exercise for the day. That's our catch-up time. You know, just take some time to take a deep breath and recharge. And then, you know, look at your strategy. Is your strategy working? Is Are your processes in place? Are your systems in place? If they're looking a bit outdated, then, of course, we want to change that. Um, and so you want to look at what ways, in what ways you can enhance that. So just look at what's working and what's not working. And if you see something that's not working, then change it. I believe that there's nothing, there's no such thing as like failure. It's all an experiment, really. It's just like if you're a scientist and you're going through and you're doing an experiment and it doesn't work the first time, we write down what happened and then we go back and tweak. And then we keep going until we get it right. And that's, once you do that, then your cash flow will start coming in consistently. Yeah. Uh, I love the way you put it, uh, detox, take a deep breath. So if there's one thing which um, you wish you had known before you started your career, what would that be? Like now that we know uh, what works, what doesn't work, what is the best way to generate revenue uh, because of the kind of experiences which we had over the last couple of years. Um, but what is that one thing you wish you had known at the beginning of your career? Um, I wish I would have known how big social media was going to be, like how and how effective it was going to be for businesses. Um, because once I got onto the scene, at first it just seemed like you know it was just for entertainment or keeping up with family and friends. But it was it's really a great way to get those referrals, get those customers and showcase your customer experience process. So that way you can actually start those from right off the bat. Like my customer experience at first was kind of dwindling. I'm not gonna lie to you. But I learned over time that, you know, you have to have an entrance, the way they interact with you when you enter the company or the business and the way they exit out. So that way they can keep referring people to you and you keep getting clients and customers. So had I known that like originally in the beginning, I'm pretty sure I would have been like way ahead of this. <laughs> way like, ahead of that. <laughs> but like one of the influencers who are super active with, but I, I guess in the OBM space, you are one of the influencers. So be it 10 followers or numbers doesn't matter. Uh, it's only what matters is, are you happy doing what you're doing and in the obm space uh when i did search like the way i mentioned you 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 are on top i'm like should i call myself as an obm right <laughs> is what i was wondering so is there any proudest uh, accomplishment which you had like what is your proudest accomplishment so far like did we uh, i'm sure we didn't uh, hit a million dollar deal so far but what's your proudest accomplishment again not only in monetary benefits, not only in terms of revenue, but anything which you would say. I'd say the proudest accomplishment was when, it's always when my children come up to me and go, mom, we know uh, you have a job and I know you're working on your business and I'm so proud of you. And so when I, when I can, when they say that to me, like it just 
I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right track. And not only that, like it's tied with when my clients tell me, I didn't even think of that. Like you brought me clarity. It's, it's, it's like I can breathe. And, and so those two things are my proudest accomplishments. I, I love it. <laughs> awesome. In fact, clarity is something which is uh, missing. There's so much of information. Uh, people are flooded with uh, uh, way too information through Google and social media. People don't know what to follow, what not to follow. So uh, if there's something which people had misunderstood from you, uh, so what would that be? So what's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Because people stay away. moment you say, uh, or we start pitching our services online. I've seen it many times. People stay away that we are trying to sell them something which they don't want. Uh, is there anything which people misunderstand uh, about you, uh, Shira? I think the biggest misconception is that one, um, OEMs are like your VA, virtual assistants. So they are supposed to do like all the work and you're supposed to tell them what to do. Um, with an OBM, we get an understanding, a better understanding of you. We see your big picture and we help you get there, take those puzzle pieces and put them together to make the big picture. And, you know, some of us do implement um, the strategies and the processes, but we don't actually just like get in there and do all the little details. That's what a virtual assistant does. We're more so like, let's say if you're a company and you have a, an executive assistant that's like right under you, or like you're a CEO, oh, you're a president and you have a vice president, we'd be like your vice president. Um, so that's one of the misunderstandings. And then two, um, I find a lot of the time that they misunderstand um, sometimes me and they think I want to sell them something. And I'm, I'm like, no, I don't want to sell you anything. I really want to help you because that's, I don't want to see you struggle. I see you have children. I see you, you're wanting to do this thing or you're wanting to go to this place. You have goals to reach. And I want to help you reach those goals. Um, I mean, money would be great, but it's not the main thing. The main thing is getting you to where you want and need to be. Yeah, money is, again, definitely the byproduct. When we see the results, people show their gratitude with whatever they achieve based upon the results from your coaching, your guidance, and that's what uh, we see. So what keeps you... Um, inspired or what makes you feel inspired or like your best self with whatever um, burnout everybody is experiencing uh, due to quarantine everybody is glued to their screens everybody's super um, probably i would say hyperactive there is a burnout maybe nurses burnout or physician burnout in the mental health space what keeps you um, inspired or how do you like your best self well, um, first, prayer and, and meditation, um, those, that's the first thing. And then, of course, I take some time to listen to music. A lot of the time when I'm working, I have my headphones in and I'm just like, you know, doing the work. Because when the music gets into your mind and it gets into your, your soul, you start wanting to, you start feeling a lot better. You start feeling more fluid 
less stress, and you kind of just, you know, go with it. So dancing and music are really my big things. So when you, like, when you feel like you're stressed and you you know, all constricted because, you know, all the stress is in your back and in your neck and you start to get headaches. So I go and I, you know, maybe dance a little bit, listen to some music, and I calm myself down and then I can get started. So. <laughs> I love that. And that's what I guess uh, uh, I attended one of these virtual programs of uh, Tony Robbins where they talk about what businesses should do. It's called the Business Mastery. Uh, of Anthony Robbins. Um, they also do have the UPW virtual that unleash the power within. And uh, people spend uh, anywhere between three to five thousand uh, dollars to learn the same stuff which you just mentioned. Could be the music, the physiology, the way you uh, speak to yourself, your inner voice, your talk. Um, again, also this reminds me of uh, your post uh which says don't get caught in the comparison trap it's not a race but it's a journey i love that there is there is a uh, lots of value addition uh and i didn't see any random posts on um, whatever you shared on your instagram also which is which is good uh because always we feel that the grass is always greener on the other side but do not compare so with respect to the kind of website which you had also so where should one begin now uh with with whatever we had um, spoken like if somebody had to um, start generating leads for their business apart from the strategy call um, apart from the clarity where should one begin now share um, as a well, business um, I was going to say, uh, well, first, you want to start looking at your customer experience. Um, you want to make sure that from the time they hear about your business, that they have a positive experience. Like, so if I'm looking online and I'm reviewing your, your company, your business, and I see that, you know, you have a one-star rating or you have, you know, you've had a lot of drama in the in the, in the media, you definitely want to fix that. You want to resolve that. Um, because if a person sees that, they're going to be turned off from your business right away. So make sure that from the time they interact with you to the time they leave, that they have the best customer experience that you can offer them. And, you know, sometimes not everybody's going to be happy with your service, even if you give them the best customer service and customer ex experience. And so what you want to do is take the negative feedback that you receive, find the juicy bits of it. So a lot of the time you might get a whole paragraph worth of stuff. And the first few sentences might just be them going off. But there's always something of value to take from that. And you take that and you put it, implement it into your customer experience. And it starts to flow a lot easier. So that's where your leads will come in, especially that word of mouth referrals. Those will come in right at that experience. Awesome. Uh, I love that. Uh, again, I guess Amazon is something which works on that, the execution part or the implementation part. Uh, 
taking the customer feedback or taking the customer experience. Um, I remember the story, like the way you narrated reminds me of uh, a story of uh, uh, the board meetings where this um, Seawag in Jeff Bezos uh, always keeps an empty chair in all the meetings. And this, that particular chair is um, for the customer. In fact, even if the customer is not available in the room, he wanted others to know that from the customer's perspective, what would that idea look like? What would that data points look like? So the customer perspective is something which everybody should be looking at. Thank you so much for bringing that, uh, Shara. So again, this would be the last question for the day. Uh, again, uh, the, if anybody had to reach you out, uh, what would be the best place? Again, that same thing which I had on the website. Uh, so could you please uh, uh, let our uh, clinician audience or anybody who would be watching the replay or snippets of this uh, social media bites of being a successful OBM. Do you also uh, train OBMs or do you accept uh, calls for training other people to be an OBM? Um, now, I don't train OBMs, um, but I do, um, you know, help help them on their journey. Um, we all connect with each other because there's several different types of OBMs. So we all connect with each other so that we can, you know, refer each other to businesses as much as we can. Um, but you, if you want to connect with me, you can connect with me on my website, um, shiaramcullohobm.com. Um, I'm yeah. also on Facebook, shiaramcullohobm, as well as Instagram and LinkedIn as well. Yeah, that's right. Thank you so much. That, that's again, uh, I do see that uh, on the website. Let me share that right away. Uh, but again, it's it's inspiring. I don't know if you have uh, it's the team which does. So for for other women out there, do you do all this by yourself, or do you have a team, or you spend thousands of dollars uh, making somebody manage all this for you, or how do you how do you juggle uh, is uh, how do you juggle this stuff? Well, right now um, I'm a one woman show. But in the future, I do plan on hiring um, a virtual assistant and an OBM as well. Um, and a lot of the juggling is just comes down to really time management. Um, almost every hour of my day is planned. Um, but I also build in time for flexibility because, you know, with three children, Life never goes as planned. Um, so I always make time for that that flexibility in case I need to rearrange my schedule. So that works. <laughs> Thank you, Shara. Thank you for sharing your short and sweet story uh, with our clinician network. Uh, in fact, if there is a therapist, if there is a counselor who is into running their own private practice, definitely I would let them know about you, the kind of strategy calls or the discovery calls, which would help them. Definitely, um, as I had gone through the 90-day action plan, uh, whatever you have with them, and um, uh, definitely money is going to be the byproduct of whatever the results which we are going to see. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for uh, being here. And if anybody is watching the replay or if you are going to hit the replay, do share your feedback in the comment section. And we will see you uh, with another
uh, episode of uh, Direct Shift Stories very soon. This is Dr. Uh, Forrest Jones, one of our um, uh, well wishers. Thank you, uh, Dr. Forrest Jones, for watching this live. Uh, he's he's an amazing uh, uh, physician, or probably he's also from the Chai Town, from Illinois. Uh, our CEO. I do remember the talk which we had with uh, Dr. Forrest Jones. He is into the hospice care or elderly. Uh, he does have conversation with the elderly end of life conversations. Um, again, I, I get goosebumps when when I uh, remember a couple of clinician talks. Again, you would, uh, Shayara, you would. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you so much for going to Thank visit the uh, website. Thank you, Dr. Forrest Jones, uh, for your support, for your continued support. He's going to visit the website. That'll be Shara, uh, Shara, Shara, no, Shara, Shara M. Okay, that's your middle name. Shara M. Mekaloobm.com. I mean, your your name is easier to pronounce, but the website is because of the characters. It's uh, all together. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm getting confused. <laughs> but thank you, Dr. Forrest Jones, for all your support. We need. Um, in fact, Forrest Jones, uh, he was a physician for over 40 years. He has got amazing network. Um, again, um, oh, okay. He's he's also helping us with the website. <laughs> thank you. He did type that in. Okay, glad to see that. But thank you so much. Uh, Shira, again, uh, probably I'll catch up with you um, maybe next month in the month of April. Uh, but thank you so much for being part of this uh, LinkedIn Live and sharing your journey. Awesome. I wish lots of success for uh, your three kids. Or, and uh, thank, a big thank you to your husband who takes you at 4 p.m. walks. I should, <laughs> remind, I, I should remind my spouse to do that. Probably I need the detox in my life. Yes. Because <laughs> I be glued to uh, achieving my metrics, achieving my results for whatever I do at directships. It's not only, it's, it's again, end of the day, it's number game, but more than the number game, it's about the brand awareness, the kind of um, active audience which we bring onto our directships AI job board platform. Though on our platform, we do have um, over 100,000 clinicians. In fact, we do have over 500,000 clinicians on the platform, but uh, we are working on making the active audience out there. So we are trying to bring in more, more and more clinicians onto the platform who are active. So we do connect clinicians to the employers and we do uh, have few hospitals in our network, uh, be it Mount Sinai. Also, we help with uh, better help with the staffing if somebody needs therapists or counselors. Uh, again, please feel free to check out directships.com. And if you want to be part of, uh, if you if you, if you you would like to share anything to our audience, is there anything like, do you, do you have any last minute things like which you want to share with our audience, Shara? Um, just make sure that you're taking care of your health. Um, because a lot of the times as business owners, we let that fall by the wayside. Um, so please, 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 even if you you can't go walking, do like a 10 minute exercise video or, you know, eat a banana, eat a protein shake, um, something to start that process of getting your health under control because you don't want to end up like me. 
in the hospital. <laughs> um, so make sure you do that. And the last thing I wanted to say, um, that comparison trap um, post was actually posted by the Transformation Guru, and you can find her on Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, and she has been a really good inspiration to me. And so I wanted to make sure that she got her credit for that post. <laughs> Not yeah, we, we do all, we always have our friends and family in the network uh, whom we get inspired by. But thank you so much for sharing that uh, because we miss everybody has their own network. Everybody has their own space. Thank you so much again for bringing that valuable insights of taking care, not only of the physical mental health space again. Thank you so much, Shera. I'll talk to you soon. And thank you so much for tuning in. And you can also catch this Direct Shift Stories episode on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. You can listen to the same conversation on the uh, multiple platforms. Uh, thank you so much, Shira. I'll talk to you soon. Thank, thank you for everybody who's tuning in. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care.